Hey guys, welcome back to the content creation game. Today we're going to talk about talking. Okay, that sounds weird, but we're going to talk about how you can talk on stream and how you can keep people interested in your stream. My name is Tree and I just help a bunch of streamers. Stream smarter, not harder. So why is it important to be talking on stream? If you're not talking, the chances are that your stream might not be as entertaining as it could be. And I hate to bring it to you, but just staring at a screen and playing a game it's not going to get you viewers. There's so many people streaming nowadays and you have to be different. You have to be unique. And by just playing the game, you're not showing something from yourself. So you are as average as everybody that is just playing a game. So in this episode, we're going to find out how you can stand out from other people. How can you actually make your stream entertaining? Let me start out with saying that you're not going to be entertaining the first time you try. You're not going to be entertaining the second time you try. It takes time and effort to learn to be entertaining. So don't give up if it doesn't work out the first couple of streams. Keep trying and practicing. A lot of people have been asking me, Tree, I know I need to talk on stream, but I just don't know where to talk about. The simplest answer on this one is just talk about the game. Talk about what you're doing. So if you play a game, most of the time there is a thought process going on in the game. Let's take Overwatch as an example. If I play Mercy, I constantly look around to see who needs healing. If I see somebody who needs healing, I will say that. Hey, that Rodok is a bit low, let's go and heal him. If there's a Kenji that tries to kill me all the time, I will say, oh, this Kenji is trying to kill me all the time, we need to get out. That is something you can say. And this is not only true for Overwatch, this is true for any other game. If you play Resident Evil, you can say, Oh, I'm so afraid that that big guy that's always following us is gonna come up and around this corner. I just expect it. He's gonna be there, I know. Oh, we run out of bullets. I don't know what to do. Are we gonna melee them? Or are we gonna run? Those are things you can tell. Those are things you can talk about. Talk about what you think and what your actions are gonna be in the game. This is the easiest thing to talk about because you don't have to think of what to say you're already thinking those things anyway you just need to speak and say those things out loud another version of talking about the game is telling stories about the game if you're playing a game that you've already played you can refer back to the time you played it for example if you play zelda's link's awakening you can refer to the time as a child when you played the game it was a great time me and my dad used to hang around on the couch on sundays and just start picking up the controller and we would try and beat the level. That's an awesome story to tell about the game. But it could also be something that you just know. I've seen this in the trailer and I was so excited for it. I love to see it back in the game. Ooh, I've heard of this easter egg. Let's check out if it's actually true and if we can find it. And even if you don't know anything about the game, you can still talk about that you don't know anything about the game. I've been looking at this game all the time and I've seen so many people play it. But I just never gotten to play it. I don't know why. Let's go try it. Because I'm excited and also maybe a little bit scared if it's a horror game. The next thing I want to talk about is turning off your viewer count. This can be positive or negative for you. So you need to see which works better for you. A lot of people that are starting out don't really want to talk because they see that they don't have viewers. This doesn't necessarily have to be true. Twitch viewer numbers don't really update instantly, so somebody might be coming in your stream while you're not talking and then leaving without you even have noticed them. On the other hand, I have had some times that my viewer numbers said that I had zero people watching, but there were a ton of people chatting in my chat 
and I just knew that they were wrong. Don't try and rely on the view count too much, because there might be people watching, even if it says that there are zero people in your chat. The downside of this though is that you can't really check if people are gonna leave because you're doing a certain thing. This could be really powerful if you can see like every time I pick up my guitar and play a song people will leave. But like I said before, the numbers aren't always accurate, so you might think that five people left your chat because you played guitar, but it was just the refresh rate of Twitch. So I recommend not focusing too much on the viewer count when you're live. Just remind yourself of that there's always somebody watching. There's always somebody lurking in the dark, watching you and just enjoying your content. The reason that I say this is that people that join your stream and they're new, most of the time leave again within 30 seconds. This means that you have 30 seconds to convince them to stay. If you don't talk, they're not convinced to stay. You need to talk. You need to say something that will convince them in the 30 seconds. And this will not always work. I definitely understand that. And not everybody that will join your stream will like your stream. That's just the truth. Even if you're the best streamer around, not everybody will like your stream. That's okay. Totally fine. You don't need everybody. You just need people that love your stream and will stick with you. Talking to nobody feels weird and to make it less weird, just think that you talk to somebody. We talked a little bit about how you can talk about the game, but there are a lot of more options that you have. Your life is more than just the game you're playing right now and just the stream that you're doing right now. You've got tons of stories that you keep telling people when you meet them on the airport or when a friend of yours is going to marry and you have to come up with a nice story about you two. These stories are valuable, write these down. If you write them down before the stream and you don't know what to say, you can just look at the keywords and think, oh yeah, this story is something I can tell. And when you're telling a story, always keep an eye on the chat. If somebody's in your chat and you won't say hi back within a minute, they might be already gone. So make sure to pay attention to the chat. It's okay to die in the game, but it's not okay to not react to people in chat. Always prioritize chat over the game. People are not coming for your gameplay, as much as you might hope to, but if you're not a professional player, the chances are that that is not your main value point. The value you can give is a connection, an education, entertainment, that is something you have to do. That's not something the game will do for you. Therefore, the chat and the connection with the people in the chat is more important than the game. Initially, you will get viewers because they like the game you're playing, but one day you might be done with that game, you don't like it anymore, and then you want to switch over to the next game and you want them to come with you, right? If you really have trouble talking while you're streaming and you play like multiplayer games, I recommend hanging in a Discord call with somebody that you trust. You need to trust them because what they say will reflect on you. If they say something bad, people will think something bad of your stream. So make sure that those are the people that you trust and you know that will fit with your stream and what you want to achieve. I have done this for a period. I played a lot of Siege, Rainbow Six Siege, and I would talk to people in my Discord. This would fill up the emptiness where you don't say things. The big downside of this though, and why I kind of stopped doing this, that's because sometimes there are people in your Discord that ask a lot of attention. They keep talking, and this means that if they keep talking, there's no space for you to talk anymore. You don't have space to tell your stories. You don't have space to talk about the game anymore. And at this point, you need to think of doing it alone. If this is an issue for you and you still want to play multiplayer games with your friends, make sure to just have a push to talk button 
And it pushed your mute button for if they are gonna ramble on about their their day. <laughs> you can still play with them, but then if you do it like this, you can only make callouts or say little things to them instead of like the whole stories. And this gives you more space to thank people that follow you and just give more attention to people that join your chat. And then we have people that say, well, Tui, I don't have an interesting life. I don't have anything to talk about. I didn't do anything cool when I was young. I, I don't know. I just sit inside and I'm gaming. I don't believe that you're not interesting. You've got something interesting. There is something that you did today, even if it's a minor thing. I didn't do much today. I, I read a book, I showered, I did some exercise, and now I'm here recording this podcast. But in the meanwhile, me and my dad went from my boyfriend's place to my parents' place. And on the way, something remarkable happened. We were driving on this rural road. Still find rural a weird word, but whatever. And we saw the sign saying Asperges. Hmm, oh, we like those, we thought. We were looking at each other and my dad stopped the car, just in the middle of the road. <laughs> there was even a car behind us, but they just passed and went along. They probably thought that we were weirdos, but whatever. We turned around and drove a little bit back to the sign with asperges on it. There we stopped the car and actually parked it right this time. And there was this machine. It was like a little shed with a, with a vending machine in it. In the vending machine, there were asperges. You could buy asperges from a vending machine. I'm not kidding. The, the farmer got his own asperges in this vending machine. And you can just put five bucks in it and you would get a bunch of asperges. And not only that, they also had eggs in there. So we bought a bunch of asperges and a dozen of eggs. The sign said that sometimes they also have strawberries, so I think I'm gonna like check it out more often. I just love strawberries and I want to see if they actually have them one day. But I thought that was a really, really cool thing to do. This way we could give something back to the farmer by directly buying his stuff from him. He will get a little bit more revenue and it was also cheaper. 10 eggs for only 150 euros? That's a bargain. The point I'm trying to make with the story is that I didn't do a lot this day. I didn't do something extraordinary. I just showered, I read a book, I ate lunch. It's, it's, it's nothing much. But there's always something that you can make a story about. The story that I just told you is just something that took place in five minutes of my life. Five minutes of my day. But it's about the way you're telling it. So next time you don't know what to say, think about something that you've done today that might be a little bit different than normal. Maybe a guy that crossed the road that looks a bit weird. Tell about that person. Because some things that aren't really remarkable to you can be remarkable to other people. And if you didn't do something today, you did something yesterday or the day before, did you do something remarkable this week? Or something just a little bit different? If you have more questions about storytelling and you want to grow in that, you want to become a better storyteller, and you don't really know what to do, I recently read the book Long Story Short, and I will link it in my podcast. I think I can. I'm kind of a newbie in podcasts, so I hope I can. In this book, he talks about how we can become a better storyteller. And isn't that what we want to be? Good storytellers? Because that is entertaining. Telling a story is entertaining. Next to storytelling being entertaining, making a connection with somebody is as well, of course. And like I said before, forget about the game and focus on chat. It's okay to die in your game. 
But by focusing on chat, it's not just saying hello back. It is more than that. It's trying to get the person to tell you more about them. Ask them questions. If they gave a little hint of something they did today, ask about it and ask more. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Yeah, just walk the dog. Oh, cool. You got a dog. I love dogs. What kind of dog is it? That could be a question already. Try and find something that you can ask a question about and ask the question. The more you ask, the more people will give you. On one hand, you keep them entertained and on the other hand, you get to know your audience a bit better. Isn't that a win-win? A while ago, I made a YouTube video about how you can talk when nobody's watching. And somebody in the comments asked me how to get people to talk when they are there, but just aren't talking. The first reaction of mine was, it's okay that they don't talk. If they like your content and they, they are just lurking, then it's okay, that's fine. But on the other hand, you want to build a connection with your audience. So getting them to talk would be something very valuable. One of the ways that you can get them to talk is actually talk yourself. All the tips I gave beforehand in this episode, where you talk about your day, talk about the game, tell stories about when you were little. All those things trigger people to say something back. If you tell an interesting story, they might say, oh, me too. And there you got them. They're saying something in your chat. If you really have trouble with this though, there's a technique called question of the day. You write down a question, don't make it a yes or no question, try to make it something deep. Write that question down inside your overlay somewhere and put it in your chat. Every time you start your stream, ask the question of the day, the question of the stream. I've been doing this on my Dutch stream and people love it. People are coming in the stream and actually coming in typing exclamation mark question instantly when they hopping in the stream because they're so so excited to see what the new question of the day is. They're just there to answer it. Sometimes I even doubt if they're coming for us because they're just there for the question. Although they always stay after the question of the day so I guess they love us too. I don't think I can stress enough how important it is to make a connection with your audience. Therefore it's important to talk into the camera. Not with your mouth, but look in the camera with your eyes, of course. A lot of people are not doing this. They're just looking at the screens. Imagine this. You are an interviewer and you got a piece of paper with you and a pencil. You're trying to write down the things that the person you're interviewing is saying. When you're doing this, you're writing these things down, but you're also asking questions. I'm saying this because I can kind of compare this with playing a game or trying to set up something in OBS. You're doing something while you're talking to somebody else. If you ask a question for the person you're interviewing, what you do is you stop writing what you were writing. You look them in the eyes and say, this is my question. <laughs> I don't really have to come up with a question, do I? I'm not gonna, but they just ask that question. And then the person is giving the answer and they write it down. What you can do on your stream to make the same kind of effect is talk into the camera, look into the camera when you answer a question, then look into the chat read what they have said, look back in the camera and answer it. If you say hello to somebody and you're not looking in their eyes, it is weird. I mean, for you, it's just a camera. It is not their eyes, but for them, it is. It's like seeing somebody on the street and just saying hello and looking at a pavement. They would think you're weird, though, right? Wouldn't they? So look at their eyes when you say hi and when you talk back to them. Some people told me that it was pretty hard for them to look in the camera because it it is just a mechanical device. It's not a person. To make it look a little bit more like a person, I would recommend putting googly eyes on them. 
Okay, this might sound weird at first, okay? But you know, then they at least have eyes. And you can think that is the person I'm talking to. Always keep in mind how it will look like from the other side of the camera. And I think the best thing you can do is look back your thoughts and see, am I looking at the camera enough? Am I talking enough? Just try and reflect on yourself and see, can I do something better? Thank you for listening to the content creation game. This was my episode about talking. 